When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is! Southern United have the GM Vauxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City, winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes down. Welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time Podcast. I'm the host, Mike, and joining me today, we've got Claire. Hello, hello. Hi, you? Mike. How are you today? Um, I'm buoyant after a, an afternoon at Gander Green Lane, that's for sure. I know, I missed it today, and um, go on, talk us through. Oh, was, I mean, I have to admit that um, after yesterday afternoon, I wasn't exactly thrilled with the idea of watching some, uh, some football, um, and I missed the first half because uh, I was up in town. Managed to get back for the second half and a, a cracking 3-0 uh, win for the women's team uh, against Millwall, uh, which was nice after um, Millwall uh, did us, what, 5-1 back in September. So it was a nice uh, turn of the tides there. So yeah. it was some really uh, great uh, stuff, actually, from the, from the women's team. So that was I'm nice. Looking, looking forward to seeing, hopefully, it was filmed um, Darcy's goal. So oh, Dar- Darcy's goal was really, really good. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Chappers would like to have it noted that she is 42 <laughs> and she went up against a youngster and she scored. So, you know, she did very well. Okay. We'll be back to <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's take it away the club news. Um, Sorry. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> um, so, do you know, what? I haven't even researched how long it was since you were last on, but um, aside from football, Mm-hmm. Going well with you? Yeah, yeah, no, it's been very, very busy. I think um, we're into 
you know, the 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 uh, the embers of the season, as it were, I think. But it has been a very, very busy, hectic one this year, I think, uh, since taking up this uh, SLO post. So it's kept me busy. Um, and I'd like to think that the closed season is going to be nice and quiet. But I know that that is not the case and that there's lots of things going on behind the scenes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a break yeah. would be nice. Less <laughs> travelling, I guess. But, um, yeah, already thinking about next year, which is good. Absolutely. He's, he's clinging on to these positives. Next year is, is League, League Two. Um, <laughs> so, um, all right, let's, let's go through the match really, really quick. Let's do what we can. Um, line-up, obviously no Eastie. Um, Matt's kind of pointed out, I think, I can't remember if it was before or after the game, that Louis is also yeah. not going to be seen this season. Um, so there was no will. Obviously, um, Dan from Ganamodium is quite frequently biscuits. Um, so uh, kind of knew Will wouldn't be up for it. Um, Josh obviously got that ankle thing, so he's on the bench. Um, but what were you kind of thinking at lineup stage? I mean, I know they needed something from this match to absolutely be sure. Um, but were you hoping, or were you just like we're all run? I, I went into it reasonably optimistic, and I don't know why, because you know that's not my default position. But um, I did think, oh, you know, we're we're in with a good shout this afternoon. Um, yeah, Kane, perhaps not your first choice of of lineup, but thought it would give other people an opportunity to kind of step up and prove themselves um, and give them a, a chance in the spotlight. So, yeah, I, I was reasonably optimistic going into it, thought we might get something out of it. Um, but then I guess there's that, the bit perhaps that I was foolish to think about uh I thought, oh, they're, they're not doing very well. They're down there, which actually probably is the catalyst for wanting to battle that little bit harder to make sure that they're not going down. So, um, yeah, I probably didn't factor that into my optimism. Um, but more for me, really, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's a trap we all fall into, play the league table rather yeah. than uh, any, anything else. But, I mean, in fairness, the first... 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Oh, first 15 minutes, cracking football. Um Dave's uh, goal, cracking goal, uh, up until kind of, to be fair, up until they really equal, like they equalised, you're kind of thinking, oh, this this seems to work. Everyone seems to be gelling. Actually, maybe this team uh, without those kind of people that you've mentioned is going to do all right this afternoon um, and was, you know, happy in my optimism still. Um, but as soon as they equalised, it was just, it was almost like just the tides changed completely. Um and we just, throughout the rest of the game, we just looked so weak defensively um, that you just couldn't see anything kind of going our way. Um, it was quite, yeah, I mean, as, as soon as the ball went anywhere near the goal, I was slightly panicking, not because of, of anything that Jack would do, but more just because I didn't feel like we were as strong in defence as, as we had been previously. Yeah, I think their first one, though, was a bit of a, a horror show. I'm not oh, yeah. Sure. What, what body part he he, he scored with? I, I suspect the groin, but um, it kind of slid in. It hit him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, do you know what? If that was us, that would have bounced off to Rose Ed and <laughs> got nowhere. Yeah. Um, I think when they scored their second, which again was another not. Really oh, they were scrappy. They were absolutely <laughs> yeah. scrappy, and I don't think that at that point you could really think to yourself, "Oh, well, they they deserve to be, you know, two one up." I, I thought, oh my god, is one of my predictions going to come true? Because I was like, when I was speaking to the uh, Colchester fan last week, it, like, I was both teams very shot shy, they don't score much, and I was like, oh my god, I'll joke to say it could be five all, two <laughs> one after however long. I was like, oh my god, this could come true. Five all um, would have been much nicer, Mike, <laughs> that's for sure. But like, I mean, 
they went three one up, and then just before half time, they had a very odd chance. I'm still. I don't no, I think a, I think a lot of us have argued about this because um, uh, myself and uh, my brother Dave, who I sat with, we were absolutely adamant that that should have been offside, and then the. Uh, Steve uh, informed me that it came off of, I don't know, some obscure body part, perhaps his foot or his arm, I don't know. Um, and therefore it wasn't offside, but um, it would have been an absolute shocker yeah. if it had uh, been there. I mean, it's pointless to argue about it now, but um, yeah. I wasn't quite sure what happened. It's always yeah. hard to tell when it's that far away as well. Yeah. I mean, on the third goal, I think Ben injured himself and mm-hmm. on the, he didn't score, but could have been the fourth before half time. Um, I think it came off then, but I always thought it had to be deliberate yes. um, on the ball. But um, I suppose I just think that yeah, we were no, we were saying that how they've, I mean, they've mucked around with the offside rule so many times that it's kind of hard to know what um, what's right from wrong anymore. And it seems like the officials don't actually know anymore, so um, they're all just making it up as they go along. Just realised how old we sound. Well, they've missed around with the offside. Oh, they don't know what they're doing. It's not worth the paper it's written on. Yes, um, yeah. Take us back to the 50s. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, mentioned Ben got injured, whipped off at half time. Yeah. Uh, rather jokingly say, well, it makes sense because we're not defending anyway. Um, but it doesn't, again, that doesn't sound like a good one. Cause, nope. Um, Matt, again, he didn't say it, but it sounded like that's, that's been done. Gives us other problems. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all match injuries again. We're on the training ground. Yeah. Um, but it just, we don't have the depth of the squad anymore. Um, I think it is worrying, but I mean, kind of, I think we've talked about this um, just before we started recording. And I know that, you know, we've got to this point of the season where uh, a few, few weeks back, we're thinking, oh, we're in with a chance here. And we really, you know, all thought that we were going to go all guns blazing into our last few games and really try and push for that playoff spot. And I don't doubt for a second that's absolutely what the boys wanted to do. Um, and, you know, things have gone the way they've gone. Um, but it does feel like now, especially with the injuries that we've sustained in the last few weeks, that you kind of, you're you're limping towards the finish line. Um, and it's hard to balance your emotions because on one hand, you feel massively disappointed that you haven't made the playoffs potentially for the second like you know for the second year in a row you haven't quite made the playoffs and you've just kind of just missed out on that spot but then there's this other part of me and um, which I'm sure many people feel the same it's like you know oh, I feel hard done by that we've finished you know in the top half of the table in our second year as a football league club and I, I know that argument will start to wear thin after a while but like I just never thought we'd be here and we're not struggling like we're absolutely holding our own we're competing yeah we've you know we've had a bad run of form last kind of five games and things haven't gone the way that any of us would have hoped they would have done uh but we still have a lot to be incredibly proud of this season um you know we're not in a position of kind of going oh well at least there are two clubs that are worse than us and they're going down kind of thing you know we're actually we're up there yeah. We're just not quite. We we feel hard done by for something that is incredible in itself. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted earlier because I, I looked at my Facebook memories, and it's seven years ago today that we won the um, Conference South. So it's like, okay, that's put, put things in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, eight years ago, we were Conference South team. Um, and again, happy to be there. Happy. To, yeah. Um, so on. So yeah, I mean, losing a League Two game obviously feels better than losing a Ryman game. Um, yeah. But. 
it is losing the game, and I think oh, absolutely. There was there was a lot of a lot of comments yesterday. Usual suspect comments, always saying similar things. There was a lot of people going, "Hang on a minute!" The first time I've ever really felt like a Sutton team in the last few years have. And I think there's probably um, a lot of people who, um, I mean, you know, we've been around for a while. God, I'm making us stand old again. We've been around for a while and we've experienced our fair share of disappointment as Sutton fans. We've been through those really hard times. We've seen us be relegated. You know, we've gone through really tough spells. There are a lot of you know, newer fans. When I say newer fans, I mean people that have still been around for like five, ten years or whatever, who've never really experience any kind of long string of bad form or massive amounts of disappointment um, because they've seen some really incredible stuff. We've been absolutely spoilt with it. So um, it's really hard then when you get those moments to, to get it. I I mean, I always think about like, um, I think it was uh, Joe said to Dylan when we played, uh, uh, you know, Arsenal, don't get used to this. Like, this isn't, this is as good as it's ever going to get kind of thing. Like, this is as much as you're ever going to experience as a Sutton fan. And then, you know, he's playing League Two football and he gets to go to Wembley. Like, we've we've done all right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a couple of times it's come up in interviews and, again, always try and put things in positive, but... It's like I'm hearing this a lot. Uncharacteristic mistakes, not not kind of goals that we can see. And it's like, well, it is because we're conceding them and yeah. we're saying them week after week. I mean, do we think is it we got to that magic fifty points and we were just like, are we going to make the playoffs? Or no, I I, I really I I've debated this with a few people as well, and I think a lot of them. Some people have a thing of like, oh, well, it's like we got to 50 and we, we just gave up. And I don't think that's the case at all. And, you know, knowing Matt, I, I don't I don't believe that he would tolerate that as an attitude in any way, shape or form, because um, it's certainly not what he's putting out himself. I, I do think there's a genuine uh, drive and will to want to succeed and do well and be the best that we can possibly be. Um, I think, again, yeah, we've been unlucky with some some injuries as we were at other points you know this season it's it's absolutely gutting if that's been out for the last few given that he missed the vast majority um of the season anyway like it's yes it's hard isn't it uh to balance those things but i really don't think that the 50 points is a is a bad i don't think it's a bad thing i don't think people gave up i just think it hasn't gone the way that yeah. the plans were and I, and i think that there'll be a real I would assume there'll be a you know a real uh, reflection of this over the summer as to what that means for who's left and who we bring in and the recruitment and the stuff in that space. And I know that the team that work on that you know have thoughts and plans, and I trust them. So well, yeah, this this is it. I mean, we'll, we'll probably have some of that in a sec. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just difficult to say. I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot of the comments and players got mm. and whatnot. Um, I did hear someone yesterday and this did make me laugh I can't remember who it was and I shouldn't name names anyway but someone said oh we're already on the beach to which somebody retorted if we were on the beach we couldn't even find our own towels at this point (laughs) Um, which really did make me laugh but it's terrible but um, I don't don't think it's quite like that at all but I've kind of pointed out a couple of times um, wonderful knowledge, but it's essentially the same group of players that have been playing at 110, 120% two, three years. You can't keep going back to the same well and going, yep, we need a bit more, we need a bit more. 
Um, yeah. So there's, there's going to be a, a drop. In- I think that's fair, and I think that you, I think you get that in any any job, any um, kind of you know, you keep giving something to a certain level. There's only so much left in the tank, isn't there? You're absolutely right. Right. Well, um, what we'll do is we will uh, very quickly talk about prayer of the day. I have one person <laughs> written on my post-it note. Okay. Um, I haven't even thought about it. Um, so I tell you what, what we'll do, we'll do, we'll do the jingle. Okay. As I give myself half a second to think. <laughs> now watch me do my dance. I'm the player of the day. Right. That wasn't really, long enough for you to think, was it? It's gonna. Judging from people's uh, reactions, and obviously I wasn't just below par before. Um, so whatever name you've got written down, they're going to be player of the day. Okay, well that's easy then, isn't it? Yeah. So they will be player of the day. So who won player of the day yesterday? Uh, player of the day goes to David Adjaboy for his goal. David Adjaboy for the goal. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, you could make a case. I suppose that if it's going to be based on the goal, you could say Indio put a cross. In, I mean, you could. In which case, we've got two people to vote for. Donovan Dunton, but I'm just going to go with Dave got a goal, um, and um, that would be fine because uh, yeah. Yeah, you could put um, you could put Jason in there for not getting booked this weekend. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to take the comments when I put up four names of what who <laughs> unless we went with Dundo uh, Hish. Um, if he if he had made it onto the pitch and hadn't been taken off of the subs bench, I absolutely would have nominated him. Uh, his seven, I think Andy told me yesterday, he's played seven minutes of uh, league football this season, and that is not enough. I know, but it's not enough. No, I, mean, I think bring him and uh, Luke Gambit on next uh, next Saturday. What's yeah, the worst that can happen? Exactly. Well, mentioned next Saturday very very quickly. Um, I spoke with Charlotte, um, who is Rochdale. Um, her game two ambassador. Um, um, so I'm just going to pop the interview in here, and um, well worth listening to. And now to up the proceedings and lighten the mood a little bit from the depressing conversation I've just had um, is Rochdale fan Charlotte. Or actually, let me just check my notes. Um, attention-seeking Munter from Rochdale. <laughs> That's me! <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. I saw that, I think, first... I think, obviously, you're the Her Game 2 ambassador to anyone who doesn't know for, for Rochdale. And I think I saw that phrase first um, with Kaz and Lucy. So it is, it is a bit of a badge of honour. And it does make me laugh that someone supporting Rochdale um, gets called an attention seeker. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few other clubs you might have chosen nearby, but... <laughs> this is what really makes me laugh as well, because I've been called an attention seeker. I've been called, um, apparently, I am um, fake, but I like football. And I think to myself, if I was to fake, but I liked football, I would pick a bigger club with more happiness. Because as much as I love Rochdale, they don't bring me many happy times, especially at the minute. So honestly, it's laughable. And I've just got to the point now where it used to really get to me, but now I just laugh at it because I just think if it's going to take, if that's what it takes for you to brighten your day, just go ahead because it really doesn't bother me if it makes you happy then fair play <laughs> well I, I, I was just saying i don't often you're, you're one of the list of people i don't read the comments too much <laughs> on um but i did read one earlier and someone's like you know what they've got to spend their whole day with them just leave them be you're only interacting with a little tiny part of their life um but there was one comment that you did have a few weeks ago that i kind of i did take a lot of umbrage with um Mini eggs over Cadbury's cream eggs. I, I, I'm not having that. That's outrageous. <laughs> you just 
deserve prison for that. Oh, I'm sorry. mini eggs all the way. Don't get me wrong. I am partial to a cream egg. <laughs> I am partial to a cream egg, but just mini eggs, just everything about them, the smell, the taste, the little pastel colours. I'm a fan of pastel colours. Just everything about them. I'm a fan. Well, I, I would admit there was someone who... Um, they did an experiment on a Cadbury's cream egg and they bought the Easter egg and they broke it open and they filled it with the cream inside. And they were like, it takes 30 cream eggs. And I was like, I feel sick just looking at this. Um, I, I, I can't possibly understand how it would be that someone would want to eat that. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, cream, cream eggs, definitely, I'm sorry. Um, we'll disagree yeah, with you forever we'll agree, on that. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... On the, the Her Game 2, I'm, obviously you wouldn't know, I, I, I support it quite a lot. Um, I'm, I especially love the two bit at the end because I feel that's just such a statement and I think that is so good because it can always refer back to, no, 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 it's not replace, it's two. Um, but what is it about the campaign that sort of speaks to you? Why why do you jump on getting involved? Because you've been involved for quite a while. I say quite a while, it's only a couple of years old, isn't it? Um, yeah, um, I was actually named ambassador. It was March last year and it was on the 11th, so it was my birthday. So I'll always remember that I uh, got on board with the campaign quite early. They got on board, I think it was October 2021. So they were one of the clubs to obviously get involved quite early because the campaign started May that year. So um, obviously... With Rochdale getting involved, um, I always had an idea to do a podcast, but from a female's point of view, but I was always quite scared to do that. So that kind of spurred me on to obviously get involved in a podcast, which is the Dale way. And um, from there, um, me and Isabel, my co-host, kind of met. She wanted to do the same thing. Um, we released a trailer um, and we had Lucy on from her game too, Bristol Rovers fan, who's honestly, she's amazing. She was talking about her experiences and from that episode it just kind of went off and um, we ended up with hearing on different youtube channels twitch channels different podcasts um, a program feature in the official program which we still have today and i kind of pledged my support to the campaign and then her game too obviously said i think you'll be a great candidate you should get involved so i put my name forward and obviously named ambassador which is amazing but yeah, I think it's just something I'm so passionate about because as you mentioned, it's her game too. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of get a bit, because they think we're here to take over, which we're not. We just want to obviously, we want our opinions to be taken on board just as much as other people's as well, whether you're male, female, whether you're black, white, whatever race you are, sexual orientation, we just want to be involved too and have our say so I think that's where people kind of do get a little bit mixed up because they do think we are here to take over football which we're really not we just want to be involved we just want to have our say too just as much as everyone else <laughs> yeah you you can talk as much crap as me that's fine well, that's I, probably no talk, well, I probably talk more of it as well <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I've, I, I've been around football for a long time and people's opinions ridiculous um it's just like no honestly anyone can have this rubbish opinion it's not just you it's fine um but you also do quite sort of positive mental health wise as well um i know there's there's a few different things that you've sometimes not had the best days and i've sent you little messages give up but um you're, you're really sort of a, a bit of a champion there as well which is is amazing so um, is that any sort of official capacity or you just no, people need to go. I've always been open with my struggles, like a lot of people, whether it be from the Her Game 2 side, whether it be just following me on social media, whether you know me in person, I've always been really open. Um, 
I suffer from anxiety and depression and um, there's been a time in my life where obviously I've not been positive and I've needed that lift but I've not kind of felt like I had it or I weren't able to talk to people and that's just me trying to be strong not not wanting not kind of not wanting to but kind of no vulnerability sometimes but it's okay to be vulnerable and me having such a large following online I want to kind of use it in the right way because I know a lot of people um to pick me up whether it's a positive quote whether it's something funny that's happened in my day whether it's just something to make them smile I think there's a lot of people struggling in the world and um as much as I'm not gonna change the world a simple tweet or a simple like comment could change somebody's day and put a positive spin on it yeah I mean I, I decided it worked you know what I'm gonna tell people that when I struggle it is such a sort of a stigma around it that people think mention yeah. it, and when they see someone like me just going yeah I'm having a really crap day sorry everyone um I had a rule at work that if I was grumpy before sort of half past nine, someone could just be like, Are you sure yeah. you're okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, let me snap out of this. Um, and I just think the more people that talk yeah. about it, it is the better. Um, the one thing that I really try not to do, because I know what works for me, I've got a dark humour, um, as when everyone says, you should do this or you should do that. It's like, for you, it doesn't yeah. work for everyone. Yeah. So um, I think I told you the one that works for um, the, the when you're having that anxiety that, the five, four, three, yeah. two, one. Yeah. Um, where I struggled with it is I kept forgetting what order it was supposed to be in. But then I thought the more I was thinking about what order it's supposed to be in, the more I was getting, actually, you're calming down. Yeah. Now, aren't you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's working it's anyway. Mad. It's not how it's supposed to be. It's hard what yeah. works for other people. But yeah, it's, it's just something I'm really passionate about. And because obviously I've struggled as well and I've been through a dark time in my life, I just want to try and make sure people are aware that it's okay to feel like this. And just because you're having one bad day, it doesn't mean you're going to have a bad life. The next day might be better. Yeah. Or if you are struggling, it's yeah. okay to be vulnerable and speak to people. Yeah, because, oh God, we're getting... I know. <laughs> a, lot the, a lot of the problems are that, that spiralling thing. It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse until you say it yeah. out loud and then you suddenly go, hang on a minute, that's quite as bad. And the other thing I keep I tell myself and tell other people is try and give yourself the advice you would exactly. give a friend. Exactly. Because you always know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the worst for that. Yeah. I'm that friend what gives really, really good advice, but I do not take my own advice. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly, me. I am exactly. that friend. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Coincidentally, on, on this subject, um, Sutton fans, John, Johnny Lowry, um, who's done the, the two Sutton books, the Added Six and the Centenary, or the 125-year book, he's actually just today, a couple hours ago, said he's released another book, which I knew nothing about, and it's match fit, and it's all about mental health, um, and he's got that on his thing as, as pre-order, so um, I'm going to look forward oh, to, to reading that as well. Um, so that was completely coincidence, <laughs> and it was all lined up, but hey, it worked. Um, but this, we're going to have to talk about the season. We have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I said yesterday to, to, to the missus, um, you know what? I quite like Rochdale fans, but I really was hoping for you to lose yesterday because I didn't want it to be that Sutton put you down. Um, so it was like mixed feelings here. Um, but the news was kind of, you knew it was coming, but it was finalised yesterday. Um, glad it's over or? I've known it's been coming for a while now. As soon as, it sounds mad, but over Christmas when we played Hartlepool and I thought it's done here. And then obviously you get a glimmer of hope um, with Jim McNulty obviously taking over for the recent games, that glimmer of hope, but then I just thought it's not happening. For me, it is a relief done. And I've accepted relegation, but where upset about and sad is not knowing obviously it's gonna happen off the pitch now because it's something that's mm-hmm. never happened with Rochdale, like in I think it's hundred I think it's hundred and two years we've been obviously a football, you know, football league club. Yeah. So no one no one's like dealt with that before. Um obviously we've not got a manager at the minute. Um, I need to get my gyms right. There's that many gyms. <laughs> Jim McNulty's obviously um, interim manager. Um, Chris Dunphy put a statement out yesterday on his Facebook um, and said that he's looking to. He's wrote and he's wrote a statement to the current board and he wants full charge of it again. So it's a bit confused, really. There's just a lot going on um, behind the scenes now. So that's where my worry is at the minute. I've kind of. I accepted relegation, I accepted that months ago, but it's just a worry of where the club's going to be because obviously we've seen Scunthorpe struggles and whether we adapt to, obviously non-league, we need a total rebuild, there's so many players out of contract. So that's just where my worry is and that's where a lot of Shell fans' worries are. Yeah, I mean, I think it actually was um, Sarah who actually said to you, guys, to you yesterday, that we spent most of our career, our football league experience looking up at the national league, and we wish we were there. So it, it isn't the end of the world. It can sometimes reset. I know Tommy from Oldham's a bit down. We kind of got to that bad actually. It's not not the end of the world. I think Scunthorpe had bigger problems, or still still do have much bigger problems. So um, there, there's issues there. But to Stockport, they came back. Um, so you, you never know. It might I be think just, just the thing it's you like need. Dale fans, um, we're kind of. We're kind of in two minds. We think we're going to have a season like Oldham have obviously had a good finish to the season now and gone up there. But we think we're going to potentially have a season like that or obviously one like Scunthorpe. A lot of other fans are like, oh, no, you'll come back up straight away. And I don't think they kind of get like what's going on behind the scenes. And um, yeah. earlier on in this season, um, our chairman come out and said, because we're a fan-owned club, and we can't sustain being fan-owned and compete with, obviously, the other clubs. And that was obviously in League Two at that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think National League now is a lot more competitive and there's a lot more clubs on higher budgets and stuff there. So I think that's going to be our struggle. So that, they are my only worries. It's more off the pitch than, obviously, National League because we've came to grips with that a long time ago. It's just what's going to go on. And just uncertainty and not knowing because there's a yeah, lot we've got to do yeah. this summer a hell of a lot <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so have there been any high points of the season I know the low points but have there been any high points for you Danny this season Lloyd has got to be he's right. got to be but I'm not going to say only high point because obviously we've had wins and it's been frustrating and it's not been great performances still under Jim McNull to the ending of the season and getting some of them results which we didn't expect and kind of 
even though we knew we were going kind of um the gap wasn't there because we were we were really down and under kind yeah. of thing but we've managed to pull a good few results so obviously that's a high point but yeah i think it's just got to be danny lloyd he's he's been amazing um on and off the pitch he's just been someone who has really like really took to him um he's been really open and honest um share, even though he's only been there since christmas he kind of shares our pain when he loses a match obviously he shares the good times when we win a match and stuff and he's just someone who comes across as really nice guy and really good because he'll be here next season he deserves so much more of a national league he's a quality player but we never mm. know. But yeah, unfortunately, I think he's going to get snapped yeah. up by another club. But yeah, <laughs> he's been my highest point of the season. Um, well, that's answered my next question of which players we're looking out for. So hopefully, Matt's going to have a little chat with him on <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> snap him up. Um, what do you kind of feel it's going to be like on Saturday? Is it going to be a bit of a party atmosphere that everyone's like, right, it's done? Or is it just going to be a bit like, now there's going to be protests. It'll be a mixed bag. I think it'll be a sense of relief because obviously now we're down. It wouldn't surprise me if we we turn up to these next two games now. It really wouldn't surprise me and we pull off like two great results. Um, but there's a lot of fans who are unhappy, do want to like vent the frustrations. I'm not saying majority are going to do that, obviously, at the game. A lot of it have done it on social media and stuff, but I think there will be, I think there will be some very vocal fans around and about. Um yeah, it wouldn't surprise me on the pitch if we did pull out a result though. Honestly, that's what we did. That's what we did when we got relegated from yeah. League One. The game after, we pulled out a blinding result. It, it's just madness because if the pressure's off, so it's become. We've we've gone the other way. <laughs> we've uh, yeah, we've 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 not won in nine and uh, we've lost the last five. So yeah, we're, we're, we're you'll batter us. Yeah, <laughs> we're expecting a great time. Um, <laughs> Right, before I let you go, I have got one very, very important question. Um, now, you got away with that. I forgot to do the who are you jingle. You got away with the jingles, but um, I do have to question, um, um, what's your suggestion of Pub of the Week? Because I've got two. I have Go got it, two. Um, obviously, we mentioned off air um, one of the Jaeger bombs. I wasn't going to say that, but that is a great pub. And definitely, with it becoming the end of the season, you've definitely got to try out the Jaeger bomb challenge and see if you can beat all the others. I think Hartlepool were one of the ones and Stockport who were up there. Yeah. So. I. I... I think the guys were saying we're just going to look at who's ever near the bottom and we'll just go, well, we'll just beat them. Who <laughs> is the cemetery pub, which is near the ground. That's a great pub, really friendly atmosphere. And if you want to look more, obviously, near the ground, we've got one called the Rackley Farms, which is joined at the ground. Um, they have a happy hour where the pints are deeper, they play the match, whichever one's on at the dinner time and stuff. So that's for home and away fans. And usually it's a really good... Um, with us Rochdale fans as well, we are a friendly bunch, don't get me wrong. So we do like interacting with the away fans. So, um, yeah, you are welcome there. And that's always the place I do recommend because it's really close to the ground. Perfect. Thank you so much no, for your thank time. You. Thank you. Thank you so much Sunday. for having me on. And no worries. We'll see you soon. Yeah, thank, thank you. And now, um, for your thoughts. Um, so 
Rochdale confirmed their relegation. Myself and Charlotte kind of were right on the fence as usual. With mm-hmm. well, that either means the players are just going to give up, or it yeah. means they're going to go right. Shackles are off now. Um, I did mention to her that we're not looking forward to that because we've lost the last five and we haven't won the last nine. She went, "Oh, we're getting battered." Um, I was like, "I hope so." I like you, but I, hope, I really <laughs> hope so. Um, I hope so too. Yeah. Um, it's a. I, I was delighted they lost yesterday, um, Sally Phil. Um, but I didn't want to be something but the nail in it. No, yeah. It's. Um, I mean, that's never nice, is it? Irregardless of who it is. I mean, there's a couple of clubs I wouldn't mind doing it to. Um, but. Um, we won't name any names uh but yeah it's never nice to be the people that do that i it's difficult because i think like you i probably do want to sit on the fence a little bit of it and say uh it will either be a case of they know they're done and they can't really be bothered um and they just kind of limp towards the the inevitable um or yeah they're you know they if we're going down, we might as well go down in a blaze of glory, I guess is, is one way of looking at it. But I, I really, I really don't know. I'd like to think that the, um, that we'll use it as an opportunity to really um, raise our game a little bit, be, uh, you know, um, be a little bit happier going towards the end of the season. I would, I would like to, you know, uh, watch a win. The start of the last have been really promising. Really, mm. really promising. We've yeah. like, things have gone against us, and we've gone. Oh. I think the wheels just keep coming off. It's, it's like it sets out. You you start on that journey, you know, pretty decently. The game gets going, and then something happens, and yeah, the wheels come off, and we're not quite. Yeah. It knocks our game. So there's, there's some there's a confidence issue there. I would imagine that's kind of how it feels. So I mean, there was a few comments from different people about um, put the youngsters, blood some youngsters. Mm. And I'm looking at the bench. That's Killian, who's played a fair... Who else? No, so, I mean, I I would take a different stance to it there. I think there are people on the bench who, I mean, like Killian, I give... I, you know, might, would potentially give him more minutes. Uh, I know I've joked about it, but I genuinely would give Luke Gambin a run out. Um, <laughs> I feel like, at this point, he could just turn around and go, watch me. Um and that could be a real spark. I, I do feel that that that's the thing that's yeah. Okay, we were weak defensively at points yesterday, but it, it, it there there does seem to be that spark missing and that little bit of of energy. And I don't think it's that people are lacking passion. You could see people's aggravation at certain things yesterday. Um, you know, you'd be hard pushed to say that Harry doesn't care because you can just see it written all over his face and his reaction to stuff. So I. I'd be tempted just to shake the bench up a little bit and let some of those people uh, have a run out. Give Dundo 90, go on. Or at least 45. <laughs> I know that would make a lot of people very happy. <laughs> it's also I'm a professional football club. And it's, I, I did read somewhere, I've not actually researched this point, so I don't know, but play, where you finish doesn't actually affect any of the, the money. you. No. Um, so it's like, yes, we want to finish up half, but actually Luke, apparently he's great to be around the training. Yeah. Um, and, oh, he's a real um, character. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, give them the reward, um, if you like. Give Roman, I can get back, but give Roman, look at it. Yeah. Um, but, no, we don't pick the team and... Um, we, no, we absolutely not. We trust what... I abso- absolutely do. And I, and I think that, you know, you'd be in other situations. If you were at a different club, you would be saying, oh, five on the bounce. There would be conversations that were happening and people would be saying certain things. And I absolutely, like, this sounds pretty dramatic. I wouldn't tolerate it. Like, if someone said to me, oh, like, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing or whatever. I'm not I'm not prepared to listen to that. Like, I absolutely, um, you know, trust Matt's judgment. Um, and I'm sure that there is an absolute plan there. And 
you know, there's, um, I'm excited for next season. I know that's a sad thing to say when you've still got games to go, but I, I you know, I think it's going to be a tough, I think it'll be a tough summer. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, comings and goings, uh, but I think um, I'm optimistic for next season, she says. Yeah, I, think, I, I think it's a bit of a dramatic to say rebuild, but there are a few contracts. Oh, um, absolutely. I think, yeah, well. yeah, there's there's contracts that are up, and I think there's also, um, I think there definitely needs to be a bit of a shake-up. As you were saying, you made that point of, you know, we've got people here who played in our, you know, our championship winning team. There's a, there's probably not a lot left that they can give, and and maybe we do need to step up a little bit in some spaces. But it it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, the calls are obviously we haven't scored enough goals. It's some goal score. Um, and again, I'm going to labour the point. If we get a goal score, how long are we going to? Wimbledon discovered this kid, who, and the fans are there already going. Well, he'd be gone. In the, um, so and, and they've got way more money than us. Or to believe their social media, they don't have. Well, um, I think that they. They might not have more money than us, but they also have the fact that in the not too distant future, and I can't remember whether it's next year or the following year, they've got to pay back a hell of a lot of money. There's millions that they're meant to be paying back in bonds. Right. Um, and so that's going to severely Im- impact what they can and can't do. Maybe next year they'll continue, they'll continue being the, one, the ones just below us because yeah. I'm not saying it highlights anything, but we lost 4-1 and London fan and us was 5-1. I mean, yeah, and... The funny thing there was, I think they were in the same position as us. They went one up, um, I believe, courtesy of Aaron Pierre, yes, uh, um, who then subsequently uh, got himself sent off. Uh, <laughs> so um, none of us covered ourselves in glory there, did we, yesterday? No. Well. no. Um, but on, on the recruitment, I mean, I suggested what we need seven OK strikers, three good, would mean having one of them on the bench, not necessarily each rotating it. Um, mm. I mean, what are your thoughts there? What's the right way forward? If you were the manager, I know you're not. I don't know, I'm not. I'm not, and thank <laughs> God I'm not, because that would be disastrous. Um, I think that's probably the right approach. You're looking for that kind of... You, you want a dynamic duo, don't you, really? But you need that backup in case something isn't isn't quite right, if someone gets injured, can't play, or whatever. Like, I do think you don't want to spread it really thinly. It would be, it would be incredible... Um, to uh, to have someone that whacked in like twenty eight a season, um, but I don't feel like that happens that often for us. I believe Andy Cook's out. <laughs> Start some rumours up. Come on. Well, <laughs> who else? Let's let's put some real uh, randoms out there. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, the last couple of games. Are you expecting anything? Or I mean, we dropped to twelfth. It was a little bit disappointing. I know. I would have taken 12th at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely getting your arm off for 12th in October, November. Yeah. Um, but now we got so close, I feel like a bit of a disappointment to drop out. Yeah. Um, is it target to top 10? I'd, like, I'd like to. Absolutely. I, I think that would be, um, I think it would be disappointing not to be. Um, because, and I, I'm the same as you, I would have bitten your arm off for it. But I think because you've been, that's, you know, that's slightly bit higher. You think oh, it'd be nice to be, to be there. Um I'm gonna say I'm quietly optimistic about um, about Saturday. Um, I reserve judgment on um, on the bank holiday fixture, uh, but we'll see what happens. I, 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 there is a little bit of me that's like, you know, we're we're kind of there now, like it's kind of done. Um, but I think that's just because I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah. well, the bank holiday fixture has always been a worry. People going, it's looking like it's gonna pan out that they're sort of in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so they might not to worry. No, but they might rest. yeah, 
it just depends on whether or not that's um, something for, you know, if they're playing for their, which place they are in, in that yeah. kind of, um, you know, are you playing for your home fixture or your away fixtures or whatever? Like um, there is that, that kind of element to it, but I think it could be um, scrappy. I think it's what I expect from the last game uh, of the season, but there's um yeah, yeah. lots to celebrate and a lot to be um, excited about on that day. I think as well. Lots of good stuff happening down the club that day. And before we go, mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, your starring football run out of the of the year, Mike. Um, yeah, so on Sunday the twenty eighth of May, uh, which I'm sure you're prepping for, and you know you've been uh, really working hard towards. Uh, two teams of Sutton United supporters will go head to head on. Um, on the hallowed turf of uh, Gander Green Lane, um, for uh, to for the right to uh, be the first team to lift the uh, Sutton United supporters trophy, uh, you know somebody wants to win that surely. Um, so yeah, got a good uh, good sign up of people um, and your um, exclusive uh, shirts order is in with O'Neill's for, for the day, which is exciting. Um, uh, we'll be in due course announcing who will be managing the teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Some uh, exciting Sutton names uh, to chuck into that one. Um, uh, it should be a good day. Um, some uh, There'll be a you know, nice raffle, some few decent prizes to win, a few signed bits and pieces up for grabs. Um, uh, come down if you're not playing to either support your friends or to hurl abuse at people that you see on the terraces week in, week out. Um, so uh, including Mike here, who you can, uh, you know, come and berate um, or, you know, um, build up, I suppose. Uh, it should be interesting. There's a there's a mix of people, a mix of ages and abilities. I think is probably a fair point. So playing rolling subs is going to be very important. Yeah. I did for a worrying second. I'm berating him. I've just stepped. Oh no 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 <laughs> no chance. I do believe that when I asked you where you played, you sent me an email back that said it doesn't matter. I'll be crap anywhere. So I wrote that on the spreadsheet so that uh, your manager can. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> uh, well, I was muting it down for the listener. Um, equally shite wherever you put me. Yeah. Someone then also said to me, uh, I said, where do you play? And they said, oh, um, left back. I said, okay, cool, left back. And they went, yeah, left back in the changing room. <laughs> I was yeah. like, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I did say to Josh, I was like, right, I'm going to tell, I'm going to left wing. You protect the shit out of me. <laughs> I did. Um, I gave Josh a uh, shiny star for being the first person to to pay for um, their appearance. So you know, I, I did try and persuade someone at work who plays centre back. He does come to games. I did try and persuade them to play centre back so I could. And he was like, "I'm away that weekend. I don't care. <laughs> Just come and play football." Um, I did. I have struggled. I've only got um, uh, of all the people that signed up, I only had, I had one goalkeeper, uh, which obviously my brother. Um, mm-hmm. So. Um, I've had to bully um, somebody else into playing in goal for the opposition team. So that'll be funny. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just, you know, uh, got to worry that he's got uh, brothers that play in goal and uh, and he can't disgrace the family name. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, beautiful. Thank you very much. Cool. I don't know what. 
I was going to say also on the just to plug this as well on the uh, for the Carlisle game uh, after the game there will be a uh, Sutton Vets versus kind of ex Prem uh, team uh, taking place on the pitch uh, so that it's an early kickoff for the Carlisle game so we should be done by about half past two so kickoff will be three ish um, some Sutton legends. Uh, donning their boots to run out on the pitch um, and some members of staff also um, and uh, a host of uh, names, um, including, I want to say, Ian Selly? Uh, I mean, probably, I don't remember. Um, and some other uh, big names uh, from kind of ex-pro world. So that should be interesting, which proceeds then our evening of um, awards and whatnot that will take place in the NBA. So if you're down for the game on the bank holiday Monday after the coronation, do not rush off. Stay and watch the game and then stay and have a few drinks to celebrate what's been a cracking season and see who wins, you know, player of the year, young player of the year, clubman of the year. That's what everyone's gunning for. So, you know, that's the one. <laughs> the one. Right. Beautiful. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thanks for that club. I didn't know about that. that well, there you go. <laughs> I probably should have known a bit more about Premier League players. To a reaction. Be like, to, I've got no reaction know. either because yeah. unless they played for Sutton, it means nothing yeah. to me. If someone had said, oh, that Gwynberry's going to be there, I'd be like, really? Oh, well, I hope not. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm going to have to send him a message uh, three times he's made you mention. Okay. <laughs> Legend. Lovely. All right, thanks a lot, Claire. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll catch you next week, I think, next one, um, after the Rochdale performance. Um, and thanks for your time, everyone. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.